Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. And I'm excited to have a front porch conversation with my friend who bears the same married last name of Yoder. This is my friend, Kayla Yoder. Kayla, welcome to the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So I have a hard time saying Kayla Yoder because I knew you before you were married. Um, (laughs) She was actually one of my students. I was one of her teachers um, in two different subjects. I was your history and government teacher in high school, but you were Mm -hmm. first my student in the very small season of my life when I was a home economics teacher. Um, (laughs) It was called family and consumer science. So it's been a pleasure to watch you grow from being a young teenager into high school and then follow you um, as a community member, fellow community member um, here in our local community. Um, You're a wife and a mom of two beautiful children boy and a not a little they're not little anymore they're medium kids right yeah medium how old are your kids uh right now they are 10 and 6 almost 7 it's like less than a couple weeks till he turns 7 so I gotta get that in there (laughs) yeah so you've got a preteen and you've got an early elementary and um you have also you are also a um, respiratory therapist and you're also a small business owner um, of a home-based business and a manager within that um, company also and you are an entrepreneur you're just a cre- very creative person and I've loved seeing how God's creativity has been changing throughout your life you also are also the host of the confidence in Christ podcast mm-hmm yeah. And it's been so fun to see how that has just really exploded. You started that about a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the podcast. Yeah. So on the podcast, I um, started out originally um, just sending voice memos to a friend who was searching to know who God was. And um, I just wanted to encourage her and help her know why she could trust God and have confidence in him. And God turned that into the podcast. So there are 365, um, I call them daily CCKs, Confidence in Christ with Kayla. And those are three to four minutes, um, just readings where we like dive into just explain it really quickly and simply. And then I also have interviews and um, the 365 ended, oh, in June or July this year. So you'll have to kind of look back through the archives for those. But um, I do an interview once a week with someone and just um, tell their story and maybe why they have confidence in Christ and how we can kind of use that in our own lives as an example and a testimony and pull things out of it and practical tips on like how we can walk with Christ more confidently in our everyday life. Yeah. And that's what I've loved to see, not just that evolve, but I have witnessed that in your life too, which is um, why I'm excited for you to share um, part of your story here on the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. I love interviewing ordinary people who I witness just in their life of what um, God is doing in your life, but especially through difficult circumstances. So that is really my platform, a life beyond the picket fence. We don't live scripted lives. We don't live picture perfect lives, but what we do need to be able to see and hear are modern day stories of people walking through hard times and where their faith is not shipwrecked or disrupted. I witnessed you go through a very difficult time in the last three years. 
before we share that, share a little bit about your life up to that point. So real briefly, kind of before your life took a turn that you weren't expecting, just give us a, a snapshot of what that looked like. Yeah. So I um, was running a very successful home-based business and things are going really well. And um, I'm a mom. So mom and my kids, we um, homeschooled for a small stint um, during the COVID period. And so that went really well, which was something I never dreamed of doing. Um, now my kiddos go to um, a private Christian school. But during that time, it was just, we were so surrounded by the Lord. Like we knew that um, we were doing what we were supposed to be doing. I was still helping at the hospital um, just as needed. And it was just life. Like you didn't really realize that like anything was going wrong. I mean, you had your daily struggles. We were just cruising along and life was good. And we were just living for the Lord and doing our best, but not fully engaged, I guess you could say. Like we were living for the Lord actively and like talking to him and praying with him and um, obeying him. But it wasn't as, um, if I can use the word like hardcore as I am now. And um, I didn't really realize that you could get deeper than I was. So life was, I was just kind of like blissfully unaware. I was just enjoying life. I like that blissfully unaware, because I think when we kind of go through life and have these presuppositions or expectations that life is supposed to be the storybook image or that we are guaranteed a life that is what we want it to be and things are supposed to go well. I think that's kind of that blissfully unaware, even in our, and and I know you were mentioning that specific about your faith journey, that Mm -hmm. you were doing what we kind of absorb as Christians. If you're, if you're socialized or raised in a Christian home, you kind of absorb these things of this is what life looks like we go to church, we serve at church, we're involved in Bible studies. We, we raise our children um, to know God and and we just go on throughout life too. But during the pandemic, um, something really rocked your world. So tell us what happened. Yeah. So um, to kind of kick it all off, I'm a respiratory therapist and COVID was a respiratory, it was actually a blood disease, but it was a respiratory disease, what everybody thought. So um, every time I went to work, it was like an apocalyptic scene and it completely changed my view of a lot of things. It was really scary. And um, I got through it by running to God and running to family and things like that. Everything shut down. Like it was just really hard because all of a sudden things changed. And um, towards the, well, not really the end of COVID, it was December um, of 2020, my mom got sick and passed away with a respiratory issue, um, which really just hit me really hard. Um, I blamed myself for a really long time that I should have saw the signs. I should have caught things. And um, I was just very, very close to her. She was the one I called no matter what. Um, she was the first phone call if I had a question. I mean, we're talking like, mom, like, how do I make spaghetti sauce again? Like all the little things. Like she was when I called. Um, so she passed away in Dece- the very end of December of 2020, just a few days before Christmas. And then a month later, my dad passed away. Um, it was almost a month to the day. And um, I wasn't as close to him. My parents had gotten divorced about 10 years before that. And I had stuck closer to my mom, but it was just still like, wow, like 
they're both not here now. Like, what do I do with this? And just the aftermath of losing um, a parent and being an only child and having all of that weight now put on you, all the decisions, all the um, stuff that we accumulate, like all of that was on me and I had to decide what to do and how to do it and how to do it with God and all of those things. So it was just, it was a really hard couple months that drug on for a long time. Yeah. And I want to just stop there for a little bit and pause through some of that story so that, because it's easy to say it like, oh, this (laughs) happened. And then a month later, this happened. And and I'm glad you mentioned you're an only child because that is a major component of this is that Mm -hmm. you, you don't have siblings to bear the burden of these very heavy events. You're a millennial, so you're in mm-hmm. your 30s. I want our listeners to know that you're a young mom. And one thing I just want to note too for our listeners is that your mom was a very joy-filled, very bubbly, very large presence in our community. So we have a small community of Shipshawana, Indiana, and your mom has been involved so intricately in so many portions outside of your family and other people's lives. She was a coach. She was a bus driver. Um, she worked at the school. She loved and touched many, many people um, other than just you as her daughter. And mm-hmm. so her loss was also a community loss that many people felt um, very heavy also. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to paint that picture because most people would really be shipwrecked with just even working as a respiratory therapist during the pandemic, like that enough in itself, we just want to pause and say that that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Then walking with your mom through her illness, because she was sick for a week or two months, about two months before. Yeah. Just slowly decline in and out. She was in and out of the hospital. Um, She went in the third time when she passed. So back and forth a lot. Okay. So you were walking with her during this very critical period too. My own father died during the same time from COVID related complications. Um, but he was also at a different stage of his life. He was 89 actually when he died that fall. Um, and then walking through your mom's death with that grief and having your dad die. And as you said, all of the weight of walking through that grief Plus just the practical things that happen when a parent dies. That was just a lot. And I heard your story. I heard more of your faith story a couple of weeks ago as you spoke at a local conference at the Michiana Women's Conference. Um, And you were telling how you went to your mom about everything. And all of a sudden she wasn't there. And especially I think as a, as an only child, Um, you didn't have siblings, you didn't have an older sister go to, you didn't have a brother to call. You started going directly to God as you would have gone to your mom. Tell us a little bit more about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So I realized, and as I kind of, um, just was seeking the Lord and asking him, like, what do I do now? And like, every time I went to like, pick up the phone to talk to mom, he's like, okay, she's not there. You like, I'm the only one you can talk to. Like, you need to come to me with all those little things that you would go to her with. And so I just started doing that. And I am a very um, 
blunt person. I'm not going to beat around the bush with things. I think we just need to say it and say it with love because that's what Christ tells us to do, like say things in love, but just to kind of get there. And so I got really honest and really blunt with God and was like, okay, this is what I'm feeling here in my raw emotions. Like, what are we going to do with this? And he met me there. It was um, hard. And um, I actually um, still go to a counselor that helps me kind of work through those things. Um, but it's a Christian counselor. So she helps me do that with God. Like, wait, like, how are you and God doing? What are you talking about? And I just realized that going to him, like, that's what I should have been doing all along. Um, but mom was a really good example of that, how you can go to God for literally anything and he meets you. He'll answer it as silly as it might sound or as small. Um, but I met him and he met me, which was just such a um, not really new thing to me, but it felt new because I knew that there was nobody else really to talk to. It was him and me. Yeah. And I think that point is really, really critical because I think most people who blissfully are unaware of this relationship with Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of Christians walk through life, you know, with God as a presence in our life, right? Like right now I'm sitting in my dining room and I have different, I have a wreath on the wall and I have a a plant in the corner. Those things are all part of my, uh, my space right now, but they're not the primary focus of my physical space. And it's kind of the same way with God. We can go through life with him being a presence in our life, but the words that really struck me, um, as I heard your, your story a couple of weeks ago, and even as you're talking now was you went to him because he was the only person you could go to. And I think most of us, um, we don't go to God as the first person, mm-hmm. even when we have other people to go to, we all, we, I think our human nature is to go to other people because they're real and they're in person. So I would really like for you to share with with our listeners, how did God meet you? Like, how did you really know that he was meeting you? What did that look like? What did that feel like? What, what was that in a physical type of description of that? So in the initial days after, um, those kind of hard months, I had a peace that was unexplainable. So like people would like text me or call me and check on me and they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm actually doing really well. And I couldn't explain it. Like I would be sad. Like I would cry. Like that was completely normal for me. The kids would be like, oh, mom's crying again. Like, let's just go give her a hug. But it wasn't a despair cry. It was more of like just letting out those emotions and letting them um be like acknowledging them, but I wasn't at a like completely lost for what is life now. Like I knew that there was something holding me together. And I, um, when I would open up my Bible, it would be the exact scripture that I needed for that moment. I mean, I could have been thinking two seconds before that, like, man, like, I don't know how God's going to provide for this medical bill that all of a sudden we have to cover. And I would open up the Bible and it would be nothing like that I intentionally did. I would just go to Psalms, Proverbs or something like that. And it would be like, I am your provider. Like, I am faithful. I will carry you through. And I was like, 
okay. And like, he just showed up in so many ways like that. And then he would also confirm things through other people. So um, I might have a friend just randomly reach out and be like, Hey, I just know that God's going to provide for you in this way. And I need you like just to trust him. Like, I know that it's hard right now and you can't see that, but like, just know that he's there. So he spoke through so many different ways, music and people and scripture, but it just, he always, it wasn't a one-time thing. He repeated it because I need that. I need that repeated just message. And he was faithful to do that every single time. That is very powerful. So I, I don't want to rush by this because I think in the Christian community and especially as content creators or people who listen to a lot of content, whether it's on a podcast or on an Instagram reel or something like that, we hear a lot of people talking about, oh, well, God, God talked to me here. God told me this, or, you know, well, God was with me. And I think sometimes there can be a disconnect for people because other people may be like, well, I don't hear from God. God doesn't talk to me. Or it's kind of that blissfully unaware of just this element of God's in my life and I'm happy. So therefore I know God's with me because I'm happy. And Mm -hmm. you're really talking about this very physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental realization that when you should have been completely shipwrecked emotionally, spiritually, your life was spinning out of control and down into this very dark hole. You felt a peace that was unexplainable. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that, that description, and it wasn't a cry of despair. There was something holding you together. I think that's like, sometimes as Christians, we don't know how to share the gospel because we don't know how to explain to people who Jesus really is in our life. And I Mm -hmm. think we just explained is that the bridge of sharing who Jesus is, because whether we're a Christian or non-Christian, we're going to experience circumstances like you just did of very um, tragic circumstances. We're not immune from them, but it, the presence of Jesus in our life is just that he is the peace that Mm -hmm. we can't describe. So as you started walking, continually walking out this kind of newfound relationship with him, where he was meeting you through scripture, through other people, and as life started leveling out a little bit, what drew you more to him rather than leveling out and being like, oh, okay, I'm better now. I'm going to go back to be to this place of being blissfully unaware. There's my dog who is demanding attention. Um, so while you describe that, I'm going to go open up his gate. So we don't hear more dogs barking in the background. <laughs> okay. So it was, um, new year's Eve right after mom had passed away. Uh, so just, I mean, like 10 days later, I was just sitting there in our living room. It was almost midnight and I was wide awake. I didn't sleep much after mom passed. And, um, every year I asked the Lord for a word of the year and just a scripture to go with it. And I was pretty broken at that point. I was just, didn't really know what to do next. And I was, um, sent, well, I really wasn't sent. I found on, I think it was Facebook, um, a link to the passion conference that they do every year on new year's Eve. And this year, that year it was on, um, 
online because of COVID. So I tuned in and one of my favorite Bible teachers was teaching on abiding in Christ and what that looked like and how to like practically do that in your life. And I so very clearly just felt the Lord say like, this is what it is. I need you to abide in me. I need you to stick with me and we're going to get through this. So I um, did a Bible study. It was actually the Bible teacher. It was her new study on Elijah. And I did that and I like felt, I, I got so much out of it and I felt closer to God, but I knew that there was something more. Like he was calling me deeper. Like I need to be able to hear from him without someone's help. Like I should be able to open up scripture and understand it without anyone else guiding me. Like the Bible is a complete book all on its own. It doesn't need help. Bible studies are great, but I knew that Christ was asking me to just open scripture and be fed straight from him, not from someone else. So um, I tried all the things. I bought all the things, all the notebooks, all the cute stuff, and um, it didn't work, surprisingly enough. And it really just took getting honest again with God. Like, okay, you, first you were the only person I could talk to and call um, through prayer. And now you're the only one that can teach me how to open scripture and be able to understand it and connect with you. And so when I got really raw with him, he met me again and reminded me of that abide and just remain and stay in him word. And that's what I did. I just, every time I didn't understand something, I'm like, okay, you got to, you have to explain this to me. I don't get it. Okay. I get this, but like, where does that come from? So he taught me along the way how to, um, understand scripture. And when I did that, it just completely set a fire inside of me that is still burning today. And I love that. And, um, I want to, um, be able to share that, um, where they can find your resources. Cause you're starting to share some of those practical resources that helped you through the Bible, um, here in a minute mm -hmm. as we wrap things up, but I would, I would just really affirm that I know in my own life story that it was, um, when I was a teenager and college student overcoming and trying to overcome an eating disorder, I was involved in campus crusade. And it was through that personal Bible study of finding scripture. God met me in scripture to help me address these mental health and spiritual emotional needs that I was really needing help with. And ever since then, I just kind of read Bible, the, read the Bible on my own and kind of found my own system. And, um, I'm always surprised when I speak to women often and tell them, you know, you need to be in the Bible more. And I remember at one, one, um, time I was speaking and, and afterwards they, during question and answer, they were like, but how do you do that? Like, I don't know how to study the Bible on my own. Mm -hmm. So, um, I want everybody to know that you can hear more about Kayla and more of her story and more of her love and passion for Jesus um, at her podcast, the Christ and Confidence podcast. You can also connect with her at her website, KaylaDiane.com, which I love is a combination of your name and your mom's name. Mm -hmm. um, but then also tell us about your resources. So you have a free resource. And then I think you also have um, a paid resource that our listeners can, can get, don't you? Yeah. Yep. I have um, a few different uh, free resources. Um, one of them is, I call it the deep dive Bible guide. It's just a small insert for your Bible that walks you through practically how to kind of sit down and have a quiet time with God or a time alone with God. Um, I'm hoping in the next hopefully year or so to create a course that actually walks you through that because even with that, some people are like, great, but let's I still want you to walk me through it. So it's really helpful. Um, so if you have questions on that, let me know. I've also got um, 
it's the it helps you I'm trying to think of what the name of it is because I've got I just released two of them um it's the top three ways to incorporate time with God into your everyday schedule. That is when you sign up on my website for the freebie, that's the one you'll get. And it just helps you realize how you can practically fit time in with God in your everyday life while you're driving kids to practice or cooking dinner, things like that. And then I also have the Connecting to God in Prayer 101 workbook. And um, I had a lot of ladies reach out and like, great, like I pray, but I just don't feel that connection. How do I feel that? So it's just a small really practical workbook. Again, I'm a very practical person. I want to make everything as simple as Christ made it. Like people complicate everything and we need to re-simplify it and go back to what Christ really was asking us to do. So that workbook just really simplifies and makes practical steps on how you hear from God, what he sounds like, and just how to approach him as you are, not to think you have to be fancy or use special words or anything like that. It releases you from all those rules and just helps you connect to him in a real and authentic way. I love that. That very practical, uncomplicated, um, which is a topic I've been writing about, um, topic of my my upcoming book that's coming out in March, Uncomplicated, Simple Secrets for Compelling Life. Um, And Kayla, you have offered these um, very practical tools because you're you're living it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I love is that you didn't wake up and say, oh, this is what I'm going to do. This it re- truly has been an evolution from um, the life that you are living, currently living. And I also just want people to know they can follow you on Instagram at, mm-hmm. at Kaylee Yoder, either at- Kaylee Yoder or Kayla Diane. I can't remember yes. which one it is. We'll put the link in the show notes on Instagram because you really are very active there and really walk through a lot of these very simple practices. Um, and you also are a speaker and Bible teacher. So I just want to share with our listeners also that you had your first, um, really large speaking event a couple weeks ago at the Michiana women's conference, um, in our local area of, um, Northern Indiana, Southern Michigan. Um, and you are an excellent Bible teacher. And that is what I want to encourage you with as I open up my door for my dogs to come in. Um, but you, your passion for studying the Bible and your understanding of scripture through your own study, it really, Kayla, I just want to say it's such a model for other women of all ages, but I think especially for young women who um, have been socialized, I think, very similar to yourself in that, you know, we just kind of grow up in church and we, we go on through life, kind of that blissfully unaware your depth of knowledge about scripture and how scripture speaks to you really is so encouraging to other people. And so I just want to, um, let people know that that is another reason to connect with Kayla, um, is that, um, you are not a fluffy feel good Christian, like you, (laughs) you are, you are the woman who is, who hungers and teaches who Jesus is because I'm just going to say he has really taken that place of who your mom was in your life. Like he has become your best friend. He has become the Mm -hmm. person who is your go-to. And so our time is about up here and our lovely recording um, platform is going to shut us down here in a minute, but Kayla, <laughs> can I just leave our listeners with one parting word um, to encourage them in their own walk with Jesus? What would that be? 
I would say to just keep it simple. Uh, don't overcomplicate things. Keep things focused on Jesus and um, don't be afraid to just reach out to him very um, authentically. However you speak to him or however you speak normally, that's how you need to talk to Jesus. He knows your heart, but he wants to hear from you. So reach out to him in whatever way that you need to and um, just wait for him to connect. Don't just talk and then not listen, like leave space for him to respond because it's really important. We do a lot of talking, but not a whole lot of listening. And so just kind of get into that rhythm of speaking and then leaving room for God to answer because he is faithful to answer. It might not look how you want it to or how you think it might, but he will show up in mighty ways. If you are just aware of what he looks like and what he sounds like, you'll catch on to it. So that is so beautiful because I still, in my old age, am working on that. That's something I'm really working on is really learning how to listen to Jesus. Um, so listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we hope this encourages you, especially if your life is not the storybook image right now. If you're blissfully, um, if you've been, if you're blissfully unaware has been er- interrupted with life's harshness and um, you need to know the spaces where Jesus is present with you. I hope this um, episode has encouraged you. Feel free to, um, to listen and leave a comment, but then go over to the Confidence in Christ podcast and Um, spend more time with Kayla, um, grab her resources, join her online on Instagram and at her website, and um, just be encouraged of um, how to authentically have a relationship with Jesus, especially when everything in your life um, is turned upside down. So thank Kayla, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an honor. Oh, it was a joy to have you. Um, Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.